0: Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today, and we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. And now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. Well, good morning to all of you beautiful souls out there. Rise and shine! This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, this is your host. Dr. Lan Goble, I'm giving you the most energy, the most encouragement, the most inspiration, and the most love because I am coming into your space, your home, your phone, your car, or your computer, just to send you some love and positive vibes out there. And I'm always definitely going to remind you that you are loved and appreciated. You are necessary. You are dope. And you are a beautiful soul, honey. So listen. Thank you again to all of my listeners who tune in each week. Thank you so much for showing me so much love. I'm sending big hearts to you, and I appreciate you allowing me to bring you some news that you can use, and that is the good news, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So last week, I mentioned that I was going to be talking about procrastination. And I want you to understand that, you know, even though I'm broadcasting to you each week, I promise I'm not just pulling topics out of the air. I actually do seek God each week to give you a word of encouragement. And I do just pray and ask God to speak to my spirit, you know, just to deposit in my spirit what he wants me to share with you. So as I was praying a couple of weeks ago in regards to what I should talk to you about, God very plainly and adamantly said the spirit of procrastination, and he said it like that. He called it a spirit. So my assignment today is to expose and prayerfully break the spirit of procrastination in your life, and if that's not you because you never have a problem stand on task or finishing a task, well... I'm still going to invite you to keep listening to the podcast anyway while the rest of us get our life. Okay, so what is procrastination? I know we can identify it as delaying or postponing something or putting something off. But did you know that there are actually four types of procrastinators? And this is information I actually found on the Web at AlphaEfficiency.com. And I think that we all have procrastinated at some point or time in our lives. But sometimes we may not know why we are putting something off to do at a later time. So I'm going to talk about the four types of procrastinators. Number one, you have the anxious procrastinator. That's someone who, you know, they really have a habit of wanting something done Instantly, like they're kind of spontaneous in what they want to do and they'll start a task. And before they can finish that task, they're on to the next task because, you know, they are anxious. Before they can finish one project, they've already moved on to the next because they are the anxious procrastinator. Number two, you have the fun procrastinator. These procrastinators are just having too much fun, honey, to finish Whatever they started, they are excited. They want to know everything that's going on. You know, they are easily distracted. They're all about having fun. And so those are the fun procrastinators. But then you also have number three, the plenty of time procrastinator. I think that's pretty self explanatory. You just think you have plenty of time. There's always tomorrow, there's always another day. To complete a task or a project because you have plenty of time. But then the last type of procrastinator is the perfectionist. And the perfectionist is the procrastinator who really can't complete a task that they're working on until it is absolutely perfect. This is the category that I find myself actually falling in because I just. Want it done right, you know, uh, even when I started the podcast, I wanted to release it like a couple of weeks before it was actually launched. But I just didn't feel like everything was right. Like I had to critique some things and I tend to want to be that perfectionist. So I think for me personally, I fall under that category. And I think that the biggest hindrance in putting something off for a later time is actually time management, especially now with social media and you have your smartphone, your iPhone addictions, and uh, it's no secret that we could all get unplugged for a while to do some other things more productive, right? I've accomplished some things in life, but over the years, I know there were times when I could have completed a task a lot sooner had I just been more focused and. I really want to share this with you because doing a podcast is something I've wanted to do since last year. And a lot of people or the majority of people who know me didn't know that in the past I had a website for a few years because I always wanted to blog. I'm a writer. I've written two books, The Copycat Lover and Speak to the Nations, Volume 1. So I love to write. I've developed writing as a passion of mine. But I could never get my blog off the ground as far as really having it functional and up and running. I just never could find the time to really work on it or complete it. And I think it's because I was trying to make something happen instead of just allowing it to flow naturally. I had been praying about God leading me or speaking to me to do something for the kingdom and be impactful But in praying, I wasn't really waiting to hear God's voice or his instructions. And while trying to make something happen, it just was not working. It wasn't coming together. So instead of forcing it because it wasn't a good fit at that time, I just continued to pray about it and I waited. So something to keep in mind is this. If it doesn't fit, don't force it. Let it flow. In my case, I just continued to pray about it. I waited, and during that waiting period, God said to me, "I want you to go back to school, get your doctorate degree." And would you like to know what I said to God? This is what I said when when God told me that I I said, "Um, no, I don't want to do that. I already went to college. I have a degree. I am done with school. I'm not going back." And again. God said, Go back to school. Well, can I just tell you that until I was obedient in the first thing God told me to do, He did not proceed in giving me any more instructions until I decided to do the last thing that He told me to do. So here's a side note whatever God spoke to you to do or whatever God is leading you to do, be obedient in doing that. And when you do, You'll find yourself flowing in it. And once you listen to God's voice, that nudge that you get in your spirit, you will see things begin to come together. And once you complete that task or heed to those instructions, then you can move on to the next thing or whatever it is that God has placed in your spirit to do. Because some people would just do something because somebody else is doing it. And a lot of times it doesn't work. But when you seek God and you listen to his voice, his direction, his instructions, when you do that and you are obedient, you don't have to make something happen. You don't have to force it because it will just flow and it will happen naturally. So fast forward to this year, it was probably in January, maybe February. I'm not sure which I probably wrote it down someplace. But I was just walking through my living room one day and I heard God say Beautiful Soul Sunday. And that's all he said. And let me tell you, I didn't miss a beat. I walked straight back to my bedroom where my husband was watching television. And I said, babe, God just said to me Beautiful Soul Sunday. I don't have any idea what that means. And that was that. And I really had forgotten about it. Well. I had already mentioned to my husband that I wanted to do a podcast. And when I was really serious about it, I started doing my research. And I sat down one night because I'm a perfectionist. And I started just making some notes. I, I started listening to other podcasts. And I said to myself, if I had a podcast, I don't even know what I would call it. And at that very moment, when I said that to myself, God said to me again. He spoke to me again, and he said, "Beautiful Soul Sunday." Like, duh, I already gave you the title for it. And God's—it was like a light bulb came on. Okay, and right after God said that to me, for well, the second time, mind you, he followed it with the scripture out of Isaiah sixty-one three: "To those who have sorrow, I will give you beauty for ashes." And that is the reason why Isaiah 61.3 is the theme scripture for Beautiful Souls Sunday, because that is the scripture reminding me of the name for the show. And at the time, of course, I did not know that it was for a podcast. And so these things literally just started to come together. It was like, boom, boom, boom. God has given me these things. And so do you see how? things just began to flow. And once it began to flow, I did not procrastinate. I didn't waste time. I immediately started working on it. I immediately started doing my research. And so now here I am. And it's funny because, you know, someone said to me, I listen to your podcast, I can hear you, but I can't see you. And I said, well, no, you can't see me because it's like internet radio. And maybe I will eventually work up to recording video one day. But uh, not anytime soon, because being in front of the camera is completely, I mean, completely out of my comfort zone, guys. I am a very camera shy. That's a little secret I'm going to let you in on. And of course, my sister, when I told her that, my baby sister, when I told her, she said, well, sis, you have an amazing poker face. But a lot of people don't know that about me because they see me, you know, I'll get up, I'll teach a Zumba class. Years ago, I used to direct the choir. I've spoken in front of crowds at conferences and events and been speaking for years, but I am very shy when it comes to being on camera, believe it or not. And so this year, because of the stay at home order, I've been asked to do some lives and do some recordings. And I have because this is something that I'm really trying to overcome. The only way that you can really overcome something that is out of your comfort zone, unfortunately, is to just keep doing it. And so I said that to say this, God may have given you an idea to do something. And when you know that it's God and he's leading you to do that, okay, step out on faith and do what God called you to do, spoke to you to do, asked you to do do it. If it makes you uncomfortable, do it. If it doesn't make sense, do it. If you have the resources, if you don't have the resources. And I've said this before, a lot of times we are waiting on God and God is like, uh, I've been waiting on you. So I've, you know, I've been waiting on you to make a move. You may have said this to yourself, you know, one day I'm going to write a book or one day I'm going to go back to school or one day I'm going to start my own business or I'm going to form my own nonprofit or I'm, I'm going to record an album one day. One day I'm going to do something nobody else has done before. Well, if you haven't done any of it yet, guess what? All of the quote unquote one days in your past are missed opportunities for you to accomplish something and reach your goal. So think about that for a moment and we will be right back after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other Podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we are back again. Thank you for tuning in. So before we went to the break, I was just talking to you about your one day, my One day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to do that. And I was saying before we went to the break that, you know, in your quote unquote one day in your past, it is a missed opportunity for you to accomplish something and reach your goal. So listen, you get one shot. You have one chance in life to do something impactful. And now is the time. So what are you waiting on? I have a question for you and this is a quote by yours truly because you're finding out hopefully that I I like my quotes. At least I haven't heard this quote before. You can write this down, but let me deposit this into your spirit. Are you ready? My quote to you is this. What day of the week is one day? Let me see. We have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, okay. So guess what? Every day is your one day that you may have missed out on an opportunity afforded to you to potentially accomplish and even crush your goal. Just listen to this and think about this for a moment. God created the entire world in just six days. Oh my goodness, I really wish I had time to get into that. For six days, God was creating. He was speaking things into existence. He created the entire universe, atmospheres, hemispheres, stratospheres, the sun, moon, stars, land, seas, and he created man. He filled up the earth, but put everything we would ever need right here. And then he said, boom, make something happen, Adam. You have everything you need. So, God created something every single day of the week, except for the last day, because He rested on the seventh day. That's out of Genesis 2 and 2, if you would like to go back and read it. God created something every single day. He rested on the seventh day, and that word rested right there, one of the translations or the meaning of that word rested, it means celebrate. So, everything God created, he said it was good and when he was finished creating he sat back and he celebrated. And I could just imagine him looking at what he had just done, saying to himself like I did that. And he did because everything he spoken to existence, everything that he called into being, it is still being and reproducing to this very day. God was creating and working and he has given you the same amount of time that he had to create the entire universe. God is giving you the same amount of time to create something and make it happen. And he created all of it just for you. Even time. I mean, first of all, you really have to be a bad somebody to invent time, right? Like God doesn't need time because he lives outside of time. He's in eternity. Time was created for me and you. Time was created for us. So what are you doing with the time God created for you? God said, I'm going to give you some parameters to work within. You have space and time every single day, every single season of your life. And I'm speaking in the natural now because God gives us days, weeks and months within an entire 12 month. Period, which sums up to a year. So, what are you going to do with the time he has given you? I just want to share this with you. It's something that is very personal, but I'm going to let you just listen in on a conversation that God had with me. So, most of you probably know if you've visited my website or listened to. My podcast from previous weeks. You know that I am a cancer survivor. I was diagnosed with cancer in 2012. Prior to that, I'd gotten up one morning, maybe around 3 a.m. And as soon as I went back to bed and laid my head down on the pillow, God spoke to me and He said these words He said, Why do you want to live? And initially, I just kind of laid there. And I thought, oh, my gosh, like, am I going to be in a car accident? What is going to happen? You know, and then I thought, how do I answer this? Like, God just asked me, why do I want to live? Like, for real, when God asks you a question, especially a question like that, you want to make sure you answer it right. You know, at least that was my thought process. And I immediately thought of King Solomon in the Bible. King Solomon was the son of King David. And I thought of King Solomon because God appeared to him in a dream. Solomon had sacrificed and offered a thousand burnt offerings in Gibeon. And come to think of it, like later on, he had a thousand wives. So. He was just all about the thousandfold ministry. But anyway, he offered a thousand burnt offerings. And afterwards, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream one night and God said to him, ask what I should give you. So in other words, God said, ask me for what you want, Solomon. Well, Solomon was like, you know, you've called me to lead a great multitude of people. And I'm just a kid. Like, I don't know how to lead these people. Solomon was saying, I need an understanding heart in order to judge your people. And I need discernment. I need to know how to discern between good and bad. Basically, who's lying, who's not, who's guilty, who's innocent, because who's able to judge so great a people? And this story is found in First Kings chapter three. If you ever want to go back and read it in your leisure or in your study time. But the Bible said this. Solomon's speech or the answer that he gave God, it pleased God to the point that God was basically like, You know, Solomon, because you didn't ask me for riches, you didn't ask me for long life, I'm going to give you all of that plus what you asked for because you were so honest and sincere with your answer. So, literally, all this is running through my mind, it's running through my head because. I wanted to be able to think about it and respond to God asking me this question, although in Solomon's case, God wanted him to ask for what he wanted. But as I lay there, I said, you know, I want to be able to enjoy times with my husband. I would like for us to travel and do things for a while longer, and I want to see my grandchildren. But ultimately, I know that you put me here for a reason. And I reminded him of when I was a little girl. There was a song when I was growing up in church that one of the groups used to sing. I want to live so God can use me anytime, anywhere. And I used to sing that to God as a little girl and just tell God, you know, I want to live so you can use me anytime, anywhere. And I reminded him of that When I was a little girl. And so even though I love my family, I want to be here for my children, my grandchildren. I want to be here for them. But ultimately, I know I'm not here for them. I'm here for him. And so this is what I said to God. I said, God, I'm here for you. You gave me my family and you give us family. You formed family. You gave me my family to enjoy, my children to enjoy. But ultimately, I know that I'm not here for them. I'm here for you. And so I want to do what you put me on this earth to do. And I said, I don't know if that's the answer you were looking for, but that's my honest answer. And then I said to God, there are things I still want to do. Like I want to travel, see some of your most amazing creations There's just more I want to be able to do. And when I said that, guys, guess what his response was to me? When I said there are more things that I want to do, God spoke back to me and he just simply said, well, go do it. (laughs) I mean, if there's something that you want to do, then do it. So when he said that, my entire perspective switched on. Again, light bulb, because when he said that like that, I got it, guys, because time waits for no one. If you are going to do anything, then go and do it. The time is now. And I used to have a girlfriend who would always say, you know, she wouldn't say now. She would always say to now. That's today and now (laughs) combined. To now, and I'm going to take it a step further and say if you're going to do something, do something to right now. Okay. The time to do it is now. If you are going to do something, be resilient, make some moves, make something happen, stop procrastinating. Some of you have had all kinds of time to work on projects, complete a task, try something new during this pandemic, and you still haven't started, completed, or finished it. And I want to say this. Don't allow people to hijack your time. Make it up in your mind that you are not going to allow people to rob you of your time. And I'm not talking about volunteering your time because if you're available, yes, by all means, you should give back to the community, volunteer your time. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about someone just. Blatantly wasting your time. And we, you know when someone is wasting your time. No one likes to waste time because your time is valuable. And once you lose it, you can't get that back. So if there is something you have in your heart, in your spirit to do, I'm going to tell you, like God told me, go do it. Don't procrastinate. The time is now because procrastination is a hindrance and it's a stumbling block. I mean, you've heard the slogan by Nike, just do it. Well, I'm telling you, go do it. It is go time. And so, you know, I always like to end the show with a quote. And as I was searching for a quote that really felt right, um, that was dealing with procrastination, I really found so many that I couldn't choose just one. And I want to leave a couple of them with you this week. So um there's a couple of quotes by some writers and poets that I'm gonna leave with you. The first quote is by Charles Dickens and even David Copperfield also said this. They said, My advice is never do tomorrow what you can do today. Procrastination is the thief of time. Collar him. In other words, take procrastination, grab it by the neck, put a chokehold on it, because if you don't, it will rob you of your time. And nobody, absolutely nobody likes to get robbed and nobody likes a thief. The second quote that I want to leave with you, it's a quote by a writer. His name is Roy T. Bennett, and he is the author of a book called The Light in the Heart. It's a book that gives you an inspirational thought in order for you to just live your best life. And Roy T. Bennett said this. He said, your life is happening right now. Don't let procrastination take over your life. Be brave. Take risks. Your life is happening right now. So listen, with that being said, there is no time like the present and my time is up, beauties. We will finish up this topic on procrastination with part two next week. Until then, as always, never forget who you are. In case you do, you know I'm here just to remind you that you are a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.